Radical, episode 119. Welcome, ladies and gents. I am going to do something I have never done before tonight. Uh, tonight, uh, I am going live on Twitter Spaces at the same time while I'm doing uh, live uh, multicasting here. And the intent here is to have uh, people come in to Twitter in these spaces. Uh, it's a really, uh, I think it's probably one of the cooler parts of Twitter um, where people will come in, uh, they can listen, uh, we can interact, we can have questions, we can have dialogue, we can have experts. And I think this is going to, I don't know, for for radical, it's definitely going to uh, revolutionize, uh, I think, some of our some of the ways we interact and I I'm super excited to try it guys uh bear with me tonight as this is my first time uh doing a radical space live and a multicast live at the same time uh getting people in here as speakers getting people in uh to ask questions at the same time and hopefully I've got this stuff all wired up the, the, the correct way so you guys can hear the questions. Uh, you can let me know in the comments on uh, on anything that you're on there uh, if you can hear the questions or not in the discussions. But as we're populating here, um, we've got people already requesting to, to speak. And, and Mike, I see you, man. I'll, I'll get to you here in a second. Um, I wanted to take a second while we are, we're getting people on to talk a little bit about last Friday. I know I've kind of been uh, talking about it in the uh, the two other shows that I've had on um, this this past week. And I've, I wanted to take a moment because um, this is one of those moments in life that I think you remember where you were at. You remember what you were doing. You remember um, the anticipation behind such an event. And last Friday, for those of you guys that might just be tuning in, um, Pennsylvania had the Libertarian Convention. Uh, I went up for it and we had some tremendous speakers, um, two of which are Dave Smith and, and Scott Horton um, capped off the first night of Friday. If you were there, you remember what the energy felt like in the room. I mean, this room was packed, absolutely packed. And, and you know, to, to understand why, right? Like the, I guess the, the, the LP in Pennsylvania didn't want uh, Dave to speak at the event. And, you know, that's, that's their, that's their prerogative. Um, but um, as, you know, the, the Mises caucus, we, we will find a way, right? We're going to find ways. You have a group of people who don't understand the word quit and, uh, we, you know, thank, thankfully for the, 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 the Mecox and PA and, and elsewhere, man, you want to talk about showing up and showing out unbelievable. There must've been three or 400 people there minimum. And the energy in that room, boy, man, it it's what, ha this is why they don't like a bunch of very loud, very obnoxious, very passionate, well-read uh, just absolute burners, flamethrowers, torches that are the, the meacocks. They don't want you together. You're too, you're, you are damn dangerous. I'll tell you that right now. You are dangerous because you believe in, in this idea of liberty so much that I, I know that room, I think 90 plus percent would lay down their life for it. I mean, honestly, amazing. Um, so Scott Horton comes up and and just, you know, you know how Scott is. Scott is an extremely funny guy that has to talk about terrible stuff all the time because it's his gift. And I think, you know, if you guys knew, you know, Scott Horton even better, like offstage and some of the stories that he's got, he's a he's a remarkably funny guy. 
um, actually is encouraging them on Friday night. Hey, man, go tell some of these stories that, you know, we're hearing out here uh, by the smoke pit, right? Like this, they are absolutely hysterical. Um, and he gave a, a, just a dynamite speech. And then Dave got up. Um, and, you know, he is a gifted orator. Uh, to, make no mistake. We are watching some greatness. You know, there, there are great, great people and great movements and great, um, uh, you know, parts of our history, whether it's politics or whether it's sports or, or whatever have you. You can just see people who are born to something. Dave Smith is born to liberty. He is, you know, carrying the remnant and he has this ability to articulate it into souls and ignite people. I mean, I saw an entire crowd just that was ready and primed waiting for the message and the message that is out there for you guys. And I hope you, I hope you'll go listen to it. I really do. I hope you'll go out there and listen to what Dave had to say in that speech. It may not be as good in video as it is in a room with the palpable tension that we had, but I guarantee you it's going to resonate. And if you recognize speech in, in, in public speaking or in public speaking, you see transitions, you see where a, a person comes from, comes from and moves to tell stories. And rarely do you see somebody who can do it as smoothly and as efficiently and as with much reverence and humility and, you know, this command that I saw Dave give Friday night. I, I, totally, 100%. Dave came out there and you know, it was like he was brushing this chip off his shoulder. This, this giant chip, basically setting the record straight on who he is and who we are as a caucus. And all the, the, you know, the, the phobias and the is that we've been called, the, the names and the lies. Man, he, he set the record straight, first and foremost. And then he moved on. He moved through a speech. And what he did from there was bury the past. He took anything and everything that was happening, you know, in, in our past between different personalities in our, you know, 50 plus year history, right? He takes that and he says, that's the past. You know, we, right now is now and where we're going is this. At that point, after burying the past and setting the record straight, he comes out and he pushes an olive branch forward saying, listen, you know, we can do this together, but by God, we are going to do this. You guys, Liberty, your way, we'll Liberty our way. We, we have to come together to do this. And then he made some demands and those demands. I mean, you guys, we talk about this kind of stuff all the time, peace, liberty, and consent, ending the wars, all of them, including the drug war. And, and ending the caging and killing of peaceful people here in America. I mean, just amazing. The idea that we are going to draw lines in the sand and make demands and stand and say not another inch was encapsulated in the end of this speech that set a course for us as human beings to do better. And I'm telling you, when it was finished, I think you needed a minute to kind of digest, but the room during while, uh, you know, just 
the whole entire time was on fire. People were whistling and hollering, clapping, standing ovations. I mean, and for a good reason. This this struck the root. This was radical. This touched nerves and ignited people like I've I've never seen. Not since back in the Ron Paul days. It is a truly amazing night that I will never forget. And um, I think what you're seeing is just the absolute very beginning of something extremely special. So without further ado, what are y'all smoking? Hell yeah. Good freaking addition. That's right. Jake, Aaron, thank you guys. Chris, Mandy, I've got uh, I've got some people out here on Twitter. If you want to talk, man, um, and ask questions, now is the time to do it. Um, I've I really, you know, I'm going to try this out. And if you guys want to do, um, you know, want to ask some questions uh, in the chat as well at the same time, um, let's do this. This is going to be a very interactive, different type of show. Um, if we've got, you know, everything working on that end, I'd, I'd love to hear it. If you're on Twitter, um, you know, put your hand up and, and let's let's see if this thing happens. If you've got a, I don't care what the questions are. We're going to have kind of a free fall, a free a free for all tonight um, on um, on Liberty or whatever you guys want to talk about. I don't care if it's homesteading. I don't care if it's family, kids. Uh, there is a, a a billion things. I'm muted on Justico. Thank you very, very much for doing that. I was muted on to see. I told you guys I'm going to mess up somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> take, take your take your mic off of mute, Shane. What are we doing? Hey, guys, um, if you're out there uh, on Twitter, thank you guys for bearing with me. I just took this thing off of mute. I was uh, notified in the chat here. Um, and we're, we're going to, I mean, we're going to go. If, if, if you guys got questions, this is the time to do it. I mean, we're just going to keep talking and filling space. Um, some very interesting conversations um, after that. And I've got, um, let's see. Let's see. Is this Will? Yeah, let's invite Will. Will, when you're ready, start talking, buddy. Will's connecting right now. Let's see if you guys can hear this. Let me know. Volunteerism. Yes, Jennifer. That is exactly right. Will, you with me? Hey, Shane. How's it going? Good. Uh, You are live all over the place right now. What's going on, Will? (laughs) <laughs> not much, not much. Uh, I'm glad to see you g- got your audio up and running. I had a question for you, though. Yeah, man, go ahead. Hey, and I wanted to tell you, man, um, I, I know we've been trying to get some things together for a while now. And uh, trust me, it's it's been a whirlwind. Go ahead, though. Yes, sir. Uh, what are your plans for, uh, to do in Georgia now? Are you still running for governor or, or what's next for you? Yeah, um, my my intention is to seek the Libertarian nomination for governor in uh, 2022. Okay. Okay. That's good. I saw the other day that you reported on uh, the case that happened where you live with the police. I'm trying to figure out what, what came out of that. that are, are you working to help change the policy up there or where, where, what are you doing now? You guys are going to get an, a kick out of this. If you guys aren't tracking, um, go back to the Holly Springs uh, PD. Uh, it was one of the, I, th- I think one of the more popular show- shows that was out. Um, my friend basically got pulled over for nothing. Um, and they, you know, made him prove his innocence and then was on his way. I contacted the mayor, uh, the city council and the chief and had a conversation, which I recorded with the chief uh, who couldn't really understand the, the, 
the idea that, um, you know, people were getting pulled over uh, for no reason and then hung up on me. So anyway, um, since then, the a, a cop in Canton has reached out uh, to speak to me. Uh, and, and, you know, uh, this is this is a good development. I'm not going to say exactly who it is yet because um, we haven't had the conversation. I don't know where it's going to go and I don't know if he wants his name out there. But the uh, email that I received earlier today, after putting uh, this this episode out, I uh, I sent an, a follow up to the mayor of um, uh, of Holly Springs, and I told him this wasn't going away, and that we were going to move heaven and earth and bring it to his doorstep, and that we were here to work peacefully for a better community together for everybody. And I said, hey, and if, if that's not enough, um, you know, we'll go to the damn grand jury. And I think that got his attention. So tomorrow morning, I'm going to be meeting with the mayor of Holly Springs uh, to start discussing what's going on with their policy, where it is in and out of line with their oaths to the Constitution at minimum. And then begin to see if we can't develop a relationship and open some doors and see that really we're not madmen. We just want to be free. So um, it's uh, it's been kind of a, a really neat week uh, to, to start having these conversations and, and bring it forward and um, update my friend who was actually the, you know, the guy who's pulled over. Um, and it's, you know, to, to have that weight off of his shoulders and off of his chest. Uh, pretty cool. Yeah, that's good. Well, Shane, I just wanted to check in with you, man. I, I've been following your channel on Facebook and on uh, your, I'm following you on Apple Podcasts, listening to your show Radical. And I just want to tell you to keep doing a great job. Uh, and thank you so much for letting me have something to say. Well, I, I really appreciate you, man. And um, I will get with you after the show um, and we'll, we'll try to get something together. Okay, brother. Okay. Sounds great. Thank All you, Shane. Right. Yeah, you got it. Peace. Let's see. I've got uh bill longer. Let's see. Amateur bad boy and professional shit poster. Yeah, why not? Let's talk to a shit poster. Add speaker. Um, Bill, when you're when, when your uh, mic chimes in there, go ahead and introduce yourself. What's up, man? It's uh, Bill Baggins from Apple Podcast or whatever. <laughs> What's going on, Bill? <laughs> What's up? I dropped the comment and I love your shit, man. It's awesome hearing what you got to say. It's really cool to you know see some eyes open, so to speak. My parents have been showing them your uh, your stuff, and they're just like, "Holy cow, this is mind blowing!" So it's really uh, it's really helping a lot of people, I think. Well, I, I appreciate it, man. Uh, how how are your adventures to Mordor? Are you guys doing well? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. <laughs> so, um, you got any, any questions for me tonight? Nope. Just wanted to stop in and say, uh, keep doing what you're doing and listen to it. Bill, I appreciate it, man. Uh, thank you very much for for not, not only hanging out, but you know, going out there and spreading the word. Uh, guys, I, I can't thank you. Like that's what this this movement, Liberty, it needs you. It's got we got social media for days and days and days. I think there are probably more podcasts than there are you know shows on cable these days. The amount of content people are creating. It's not just this. I mean, there is a wide variety out there. Um, that's one of the reasons why I use Twitter, guys. I mean, I hate Twitter, but I'll tell you right now, it's a great place uh, to be able to meet and talk and introduce yourself and connect and and really do some ex huge huge things. I mean, look what we're doing right now. It's it's this is amazing to be able to do this kind of stuff. Um, let's see if I've got anybody else out there who has questions. Um, let's see. Chase says, how does one say hello on here? 
Uh, hello, Chase. You can get on uh, on Twitter and um, you can go into spaces. You'll see it at the top. Uh, you just follow Shane T. Hazel. You'll see it. Uh, let's see. Just some guy, Jay Daddy. This guy does more push-ups and crunches, it looks like, than anybody else on earth. Uh, Jay Daddy, what do, what do you got here, brother? Jay, you with me, buddy? Hey. Yeah, man. What's, yeah, I got you. What's up? Oh, not too much. I just uh, saw you're alive and decided I might as well connect. I'm uh, a libertarian up here in Canada, so it's kind of lonely. What part of Canada are you in? Uh, I'm in Alberta. Oh, all right, man. Yeah, I've been up there a few times. It's uh, it's a, a lot of wide open space up there. <laughs> oh, yeah, especially uh, where I'm working right now. It's uh, way up north. <laughs> Yeah, hey, uh, the, the the lockdowns obviously were over in Ontario, um, and I haven't talked to a, a heck of a lot of people um, out there, uh, you know, outside of Ontario yet. A um, couple in New Brunswick. Oh no, the lockdowns are still there. like I mean, they announced the reopening plan there in Ontario, yeah. but uh, they're they're uh, they're still pretty heavy. Like they they announced that they're going to make it legal for people to golf. Oh, you know, thanks. Thanks. Uh, you know, King and Queen. I, I appreciate that. You know, they can go out and play, you know, golf at some golf course. That's amazing. Um, how, how have you guys been affected out in Alberta? I, I've seen some things, I think, in Alberta, especially for secession. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I've uh, I, I've been seeing that, too. And I, I fully encourage that because I like kind of from the uh, hoppy and standpoint, I want to decentralize government right down to the individual. So I support uh, separation of government whenever I can. Uh, I don't know how realistic it is. I mean, like in Quebec at one point, there was a vote where uh, it was even like one or 2% off from them succeeding or seceding. Um, I don't know how friendly Canada would have been towards that, but uh yeah, I mean, I hope it gains ground here. I don't know. Uh, it would be beautiful to see some sort of libertarian revolution in Alberta. It would be like the one place in Canada where you could see it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's funny, man. As I, I think, um, you know, if, if they did secede, you know, I, I believe you got some really great neighbors down there to the south in Montana. Uh, and I believe you guys are over uh, Idaho as well. I don't think you guys cover uh, the, uh, the the state of North Dakota or Minnesota. But is that correct? Uh, I think there's like a little overlap on North Dakota. I might be wrong. On Maybe that. a little, yeah. Know. Like, but you know, yeah. any, anywhere up there, I think you got some some pretty good overlap, especially in those in those outer areas for sure. Yeah, yeah, no, but the the lockdowns here in Alberta too, though, are still like pretty bad. Like gyms have been closed since April sixth. Anybody Which fighting is, back? Uh, uh, businesses going out and saying, "Hey, man, no." We're, uh, yeah, we're no. Guys. There's been a few, and I've been I've been trying to go to some. Uh, I'm I'm based out of Edmonton, mm-hmm. uh, and there's not as many there as there is in Calgary because uh, Edmonton's like the capital of uh, Alberta, so you have a lot more people that work for the government there. So it's like I don't know, a lot more of a status, don't fight the system mentality in Edmonton than uh, Calgary. But like, there's been like a few gyms too, like out at like when I've been working out of town that have been like staying open. But recently, like, I think it was like back May 5th, they uh, cracked down a lot harder on, uh, 
on the businesses that were fighting back and like they like arrested a pastor. I think, did, did you see that video? Yeah, I, I, I think I saw a, a group come into a church and this is the pastor that absolutely let these people have it. Like the, the, the shame and I mean, was just screaming at him. You know, how dare you wouldn't let him get a, a, a word out. Is that the guy? Uh, yeah, that was the guy that got arrested. Yeah, no, that that was a beautiful video seeing him just like fucking give it to those uh, <laughs> goddamn commies. But uh, yeah, no, he got like arrested in like a middle of the middle of the road. And then like he like made the cops drag him to the police car while they're arresting him. Um, and then they they released him on and they when they, uh, they uh, gave him like bail, they gave him like bail on the condition that he has like a gag order. So he like can't talk to the media. Oh, wow. I love this. You know, the, the people in history that have silenced people and censored people and gagged people, man, those have never been good people. Like, like if you're, oh, yeah. if you're a statist and you think that you're going to make people not talk, right? You're on the, the wrong fucking side. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, and like anybody that thinks that's like even moderately okay. Like, yeah, I know, but yeah, you're clearly gonna lose the uh, the one that's gonna lose the battle of ideas if you're trying to fucking gag people. Yeah, that's for sure, absolutely. I mean, th this idea of staying peaceful and you know being the people that shame the shit out of these asshole, you know, just straight up tyrants, man, of the, the murder cults. It's like, come, like, what are we? How? Why is this hard to understand? And and how day after day do you continue to go out? and do this kind of thing, uh, knowing what it's doing to your, your, your fellow human beings face to face. I, like, that's the thing I don't get is like, I understand the insults that you stay in their house and kind of lose touch with reality and people's faces. And, and, you know, this understanding that like, you know, humans aren't that bad, but like, as soon as you're out and about, man, like you're not walking around with, you know, these, well, most people aren't walking around with, you know, IDs over their head, their tribal, you know, signs and everything else. It's like, that's, that's not a thing. Like, and, 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 and people, you know, now, especially down here, you're starting to see, you know, faces and, and smiles again. And I'll tell you what, it, it's amazing. It's just like, how do you how do you go out and look at people in their faces and not see more humanity and, and just say, man, what I'm doing is absolutely wrong and take a stand? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. I uh, actually went to uh, one of the. Uh, anti-lockdown protests it was like the first protest that I've ever been to in my life but like it was uh it was so great like going there and like seeing everybody like happy and smiling for like once in the past year yeah I'll tell you we uh, yeah but but go ahead or oh yeah the uh one thing though that in Canada especially like uh and or I would say in Alberta especially because I don't know how friendly like the rest of Canada would uh be towards libertarians but like in Alberta, like I would say like 97% of the people have never even heard the word libertarian before. Like it's insane. Like I'm talking to all these people at that like protest that I went to and they like basically by default have like, like that are just like naturally libertarians, but they don't know what a libertarian is, which is like surprising. Like, we're, like we have uh, Tim Moan here who is the head of the libertarian party of Canada, but like, I don't know. He's like, not spreading his message well enough. He's a good libertarian, but like, I don't think he's getting out there. Well, well you enough. Canadians are so damn nice. That's the problem. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, I, you know, I, I, I get it, man. Like it's, um, it, it, it's difficult. You know, libertarian is such a damn dirty word that they don't even talk about it. They don't teach you about it. They, they, it's, it's like, uh, you know, I, I guess like Voldemort, like he that shall not be named, right? Like that's how afraid these, these, you know, these murder cultists are of libertarians they can't talk about you because if they talk about you and people start to go well what are they right like oh you know they're just some shifty like they're they're kind of right and they're kind of left and they have to do this really lame you know very loose like not even not accurate at all type of description of what libertarians are to make them seem crazy or boring or whatever right it's like man they can't even talk about you that's how scared to death of libertarians they are so you know hey i t- take it as a badge man uh and, you know get out there and do whatever you can to to, to wake canada up for sure So, oh yeah, no, I uh, I spent a good amount of time trying to like slowly radicalize all my coworkers and everybody that I know. <laughs> See who's like whose mind I can change. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Uh, you know, I don't even think you guys have to swear up there. You just have to get kind of angry. Uh, <laughs> I think you'll have a, yeah. a, a a major edge on uh, on the competition. So. Hey, uh, I'm going to give some other people uh, a, a little bit of a chance here to, to weigh in. But uh, Jay Daddy, hey, man, stay stay safe and warm. And and I'll tell you what, man, uh, as, as free as you can up there in Alberta. Yeah, I'll do what I can. Thanks right. for having me. See ya. Peace. All right. We got any more questions in the chat yet? Um, yes, BC is absolutely where they grow a lot of cannabis. I would love to. I would love to go to BC at some point. That's one of the the provinces in Canada that I no, I haven't been to. Um, if you guys on Twitter have any questions, now is the time to get them in. Um, go in there and just request the mic. Turn your mic on, and we'll have you on. Um, if you are in the chat and you're wondering how do you get in on this. Uh, you can go to Twitter and follow me at Shane T. Hazel. We are in the space at the top of your screen in purple. And um, yeah, it's a great color, by the way. Good choice there. Uh, Twitter, appreciate that. Um, I got uh, Jim. We talked the other day a little bit. Jim is going to be on here as soon as it connects him. And uh, we'll just keep doing this until about, I don't know, uh, almost 11 o'clock, I imagine. So right about an hour. Jim, if you're, uh, it sounds like Jim dropped out. Oh, hey. hey. Hey, man. Hey, what's up? Yeah, uh, my name is Jason, actually. Jim Eagle is just uh, my uh, my nod to that that imminently inspirational speech from from our from our commander in chief, Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, yeah, shout out to the last speaker. Jay Daddy, um, it's really cool that uh, Canada can now acknowledge that it's safe to play golf outside because I know how crowded those golf courses get, you know? Yeah, with, man. With those, those, you got 18 holes, like 18 of them, you know? What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> tell you what, I, I think, I mean, there are a lot of people that consider that a pretty close space. <laughs> can't be riding around with your, your boys talking about fighting you know uh the, the tyrannical government and golf carts so you, you can't that's not yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's cool i don't know um i'm here in uh I, i'm in new jersey so um what part of jersey uh, i actually live in jersey city so i yep. i um i'm right across the river from from uh 
New York City. I'll tell you and, what, man, uh, you, you guys got right, a hell of a group of people up there right now. I mean, Jersey is setting a pace that I think is, I mean, I am shocked that it's Jersey that is really kind of, I mean, the envy of one of my envies in terms of state parties, you know, and, and state people getting together and, and having a great time doing education. Yeah, you know what? I've uh, I've 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 seen some of those people here on Twitter. Uh, I've actually just moved back here because I, I was living in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to being able to link up with a few of them as soon as possible. I'm in the Mises Caucus Facebook group, but um, but yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, we got some badasses, and uh, and that's cool to see. I mean, I'm hopefully, I'm I'm hoping I can find some like-minded people here in like the the Hudson County area or like the greater like you know. The, like I'm in that part that's like, it's it's really New York Metro, mm-hmm. but it's we're here in New Jersey, so like I, I don't know, um, but I mean I'm 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 excited to see like what the what the landscape is like and what and and where the people are at because I want to know like what can be done, you know, in the in the next year, the next two years, the next four years, just to you know roll back some of this you know, garbage we got to live under, like, you know, there are fucking like assault weapons ban and then these gun regulations and these, like, you know, retarded, uh, uh, I don't know. We're, we're like the only, we're, we're one of the only States where they don't let you pump your own gas at the pump. It's like a state regulation that like the, the attendants got to do it for yeah, you. I've, I've been <laughs> there. You know I mean? Yeah. It's, 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 it's strange, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, so, I, think, I think this is the time, man. Uh, it's James, right? Jason, Jason, it's, I I think this is the time. I mean, you know, most of us are not those people that want to be doing this kind of stuff. We don't want to have to attend uh, to other people because they're invading our lives and committing war crimes against people like that's that's, right. This, we really just want to be those people that are left alone um, at the end of the day. And so, you know, we are harder to wrangle. We are harder to, you know, organized but there comes a certain point where i think people see uh because this crowd is so incredibly smart i I say this all the time i'm just fucking brilliant smart i don't i have no idea what i'm doing here um (laughs) and i'm i'm i mean that with all sincerity the the group this this group of people being as smart as as it is as well read as it is in not only history but the understanding of the constitution even though they may you know say you know most of us say hey you know that was a it was a coup right it was one of those documents (laughs) you know yeah it's a very great uh you know well-conceived evil ass document but Mm -hmm. all in all like it's 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 amazing you know so to, to have this group now finding each other this is it, man. Like this is this. I was talking about it earlier. You know, finding people here that I can fight with locally in my own community is already starting to make a difference. You know, being able to have you know discussions on law and policy with a mayor here, like this is really kick ass, man. Like this is this is that moment. You, it's up to you. How how free do you want to be? Because I'm telling right. you, in five years from now. We're going to look back and go 2020 was the beginning, you know, late 2019. And then five years from now, a lot like most times in history, especially here in America, five years makes one hell of a difference. What 
did you do during that time? You know, it's like, mm-hmm. did you get in early on Bitcoin? Did you get in early on Doge? Did you get in early on Liberty and start the organization process to where you were taking active steps on a daily basis? I don't care if it's speaking. I don't care if it's going out and sharing information or sharing podcasts or sharing, you know, whatever it is that you think, you know, is going to spark somebody's attention and like Twitter, again, a great place for this kind of thing because you tend uh, to find people and it's, it's a hell of a lot more interactive than, you know, places like Facebook and and other things for the liberal crowd for sure. Yep. Yeah, man. And you know what? I mean, I don't know, like, you know, here in New Jersey, I know, I know it's like a, a heavily blue state, but if you look at us county by county, man, we've got red counties all day. And, uh, you know, we've got, we're, we're, we're basically ruled by this blue, like diagonal stripe that runs from New York city to Philadelphia. And it runs straight through Rutgers university and Princeton university. And, um, you know, it, it, it'll be cool to see like where people are at and like, you know, the people, you know, so many of us just want to be left alone, man. We, you know, we don't want to tell you what to do. We just want to be left alone. You know what I mean? And, uh, to see like what kind of, uh, you know, just nullification or whatever else, you know, but, but it's just to see what's, what, what, you know, what's possible, what, what, you know, what we could get going in the next however long it's going to take, but you know what I mean? Just to, just, just to be able to, to, you know, just to, be able to you know, self-determination, you know, just to be able to control your, your life. You know, that's all I want. That's all I want is to be able to control my life. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, it's, uh, it's one of those things, right? Draw the line in the sand, get your people together mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and go do business. Uh, like we're, we're outside of the rules. We, they're, they're, yeah. Right now, you know, they're not abiding by the constitution. They, they haven't abided by the constitution since, you know, the early 1800s. You know, we're, we're a post-constitutional <laughs> republic. It's like, you know what? Fine. You guys, you guys aren't going to abide by these? Then fuck you. We're not either. And by the way, we got a lot more people out here, and we got more guns and more training and more equipment. And if you guys want to play fuck-fuck games, we're going to fucking win. Like, that's, what, that's the message that it's got to be. It's like, we love you. We want a safer, better community, but you're not helping. And if you're not helping, you're a problem. Like, we'll, we'll handle it. That's... And, and the thing is, is that's that's just natural, right? The, the, what what we're experiencing right now is the natural consequence to human action. It's you know, I was listening mm-hmm. to somebody the other day about moral relativism, right? And it's just like, listen, you know, there there are some very natural truths that you cannot deny in this world, and if you do, it's like denying gravity. At some point, it's going to catch up with you, and it's going to hurt like it's i mean you fall it's gonna hurt or maybe possibly Mm -hmm. kill you depending on how long you've been defying gravity that's just the the way it is it's like hey man you murder and assault and 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 acts you know war crimes against people long enough you're going to get blowback the severity of that is going to depend on who you're doing it to and for how long you're doing it and it's uh it's brutal when it comes back in their face yeah man yeah um no what was i gonna say no, that's all really good. You know what? Uh, yeah, you know what I was going to say. There was something. Uh, there was something they put out on um, on the Mises website that was just so encouraging to hear. And they were talking about uh, you know nullification, and a lot of times we think of nullification in terms of states' rights because that's the best 
legal argument there is. But this this article on Mises was pointing out the fact that even within your state, you know, it's like the the state, um, you know, the state troopers, the state police force can only do so much and how much they rely logistically on just local cooperation. And yeah. if you can just get it in your in your sheriff's head or your local PD's head that, you know, there is a natural law, you know, people have rights, you know, it's not good for you guys to be doing these things and you guys do not want to be doing these things. So you don't have to be doing these things. And these people, you know, they, I mean, yeah, they can, I mean, yeah, they can threaten your job. They can threaten your pension. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know, what do you, who, what kind of a man do you want to be, you know? Yep. And, uh, yep. what, what kind of world yeah. are you leaving for your kid? Are you going to exactly? Allow, are you going to allow the, the murder cultist to either guilt you in or scare you in to picking up their mantle and carrying it to enslave your kids? Mm -hmm. Fuck, man! Like it, it's so <laughs> simple. Like just say it out loud. And if you if, <laughs> if your answer is no, man, you, sh you I tell you what, you don't deserve the kids you have. You don't. <laughs> you don't deserve yep. them. They deserve a hell of a lot better. They deserve to be free, and they deserve people fighting for them now. It's like, oh god, yeah. They, I'll tell you what. You bring kids and family into this kind of stuff, and it hits a whole new level, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, hey, man, I I appreciate you. I'm gonna I'm gonna have uh, I'm gonna have you drop in or drop out, but uh, we're gonna be doing more and more of these, and so uh, I hope you guys will come back and 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 do this again with me. Um, yeah, very cool, man. All right, brother. Well, take care. I'll talk to you soon. Yep, it was great talking to you. Yeah, you too. Peace. If you're out there on Twitter, now it's time you can get on uh, Jennifer. You are absolutely right. Uh, families are under attack. Um, it's it's part of their initiative. It's it's you have to destroy family units. I'll tell you, it, this is you know well well I'm you know waiting on anybody to to chime in here um, on Twitter. Um, I live in a, a multi generational home uh, now, and I got to tell you, like I love it. Like you know, it's it's one of those things where um, you know it's. Family isn't ever easy. Family is communication, and if you're if you're not doing it right, it has you know also disastrous consequences, right? Like the the the, the joy of being a, a family unit uh, unit is not there. But I will tell you, you know this this reliance and this you know ability to have three generations in one house is really a, a very cool thing. And, you know, I guess I'm probably more open to the idea because I grew up about 10 houses down from my grandparents and was able to, to you know, go over there and, and hang out with them and, um, you know, pretty much any time I ever wanted. But the the stories, the different perspective, the, um, the, the living through history and conveying that, to have that time, you know, with um, somebody, you know, that is is there senior to you even i mean it's a it's a really neat thing it's something in terms of family that you know i'm i know we can't piece together in america these days even so much as the the nuclear family and it's a, it's got to change like i don't care what you call your nuclear family either like i don't care i don't care if you are gay or straight i none of that matters as long as it's a healthy family unit where people are there to work and communicate and work on that communication and see 
see the other person and the other people in that family as people that they love and that love them. I mean, it's, it's super important. And I think the more people you have in a house like that, the more people that, uh, you know, we can, we can help understand that, you know, that the family and the generational family is a great thing for stabilizing a community. Uh, it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's amazing. So, Anyway, I, I, I thought I'd share that little tidbit with you. Uh, as a, we're out here homesteading, I've got um, another request from Canada. Um, oh, I mean, if nobody else wants to chime in for the request, I'm going to add him as a speaker, and he's going to get another question. When you're, uh, when you're ready there, Jay Daddy, go ahead, man. I decided I might as well hop back on if uh, you weren't getting any requests. Yeah, go for it. Um, oh, yeah, no, I was just uh, hearing, hearing you talking about um, families and how important that is as well for uh, creating a smaller government, too. Because, like, yeah, just like it, it's almost like big government needs the destruction of the family to happen um, for them to get bigger because the more families they destroy, the more dependent people they get on the government because in reality if, if you're living in a single parent household to raise that kid is going to be much more difficult and you're going to be much more inclined to try to get help from big daddy government right if you don't yeah, have a solid bingo. family structure yeah. yeah i mean and look at what they did this last year man i mean when, when you look at you know the the lives and, and families that were destroyed you know the those the lives in the families that were destroyed, not because of a disease killing people, but because of government draconian regulations and lockdown, what they did to families via, you know, financial assault, you know, and that's the thing is, you know, we got to start calling this kind of stuff what it is. This was economic terrorism that happened. Absolute economic terrorism by our, you know, by our elected quote unquote representatives. That's insane. And, it just, I mean, the thing is, is you can see it plain as day. They didn't go after mega corporations, you know, down here in, in the South, you know, the, the mega corps, Lowe's, Home Depot, and the rest of them were all open for business. You know, they, they had the, the time and the money and the resources uh, to, to go out there and adapt, you know, a little bit to what, you know, they needed to, to sustain business. And I think a lot of them had banner years. Meanwhile, you know, 50 million Americans are being put out of work and a ton of them were small business entrepreneurs. I'll tell you right now, if you want to do something for your community, go shop at mom and pops. Go see if somebody who's having a, a tough time with their business needs either help or money or something like that and shop at those big places as little as possible to send them a message. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, I mean, a lot of those like places, like they, uh, like if it, this was really just such an insanely deadly virus, like those places could easily just make it so it's shop online only and you just pick up, pick it up at the door. Like they already have those services there, but they didn't want to lose businesses. So the government just fucking let them stay open. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and, like, and that's the way deadly disease works, right? Like you see yeah. like a, you see somebody drop dead on a sidewalk somewhere. Yeah. You're yeah. staying home. <laughs> man, like, yeah. You're like, oh man. Like there, and the thing is, is like, and that's the thing is with, with real pandemics, you know, like bodies will be 
taken out of a house and left on a street because their own family members would be so damn scared of contracting something that was in the house. Like that's, that's the reality of a real pandemic. Like what, what we saw with a 99 plus point, you know, 99.9 survival rating where it really only affected, you know, mostly obese people with underlying health conditions that were really fucking old to begin with. You're like, guys, this isn't, this isn't a pandemic. This is, this is, you know, completely in line with, you know, last year's death numbers. It is completely in line with everything we've ever experienced. And in sometimes in history, you're going to have um, some spikes in these kind of things. Not to mention, you know, what, I don't know if you've heard about Cuomo here in the United States, but, you know, the guy that, you know, put 13,000 people that were infected <laughs> in nursing homes of all places, you're like, eh, and then got paid over $5 million for a book. Well, you know, suppressing, you know, the, the numbers of those things just, oh, man, yeah, not only economic terrorism, just overall biological terrorism, government terrorism, for sure. Yeah, that was just insanity. Like when I was like up here and I was talking to like a bunch of these lefties that like just like don't like America. And they were like, oh, yeah, the states is just a disaster. Like, look at Florida. I was like, have you seen the numbers of Florida? Like they're, they're literally, they're not bad at all. They're pretty good. And yeah. like, I was like, what, what's like hands down the stupidest thing there is, is like Andrew Cuomo made it mandatory for like senior homes to reaccept patients that already had COVID. Like that's just, you can't argue with that being stupid. And then they yeah. came back with like, well, yeah, but New York has a lot of people. So that's why their numbers are high. You know, what, like, it, it's, <laughs> it's funny is I don't know if you've ever heard of the villages in Florida, but like the villages is this giant, giant senior citizen center. And the thing that's, you know, like almost, I, I guess, at least known here in the South is that senior, uh, you know, community is wildly sexually active. I mean, wildly there. They, they have some of the highest concentration of STDs in the entire state. And that's saying something with that's FSU. Old dick need old pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Austin, what's up, man? But you know, that's the thing. Is that, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was watching. I was watching the villages to see if people were dropping dead like flies there because you know they're hanging out. They're old. They've got underlining health problems. And guess what? The villages did all right. Right? Like it is ridiculous. Yeah, Nina is the STD capital of the South. It's crazy. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead, Austin. What you got? <clears throat> Shane, how do I get $5 million to write a book about the murder cult? $5 million to write a book about the murder cult? Yeah. I, I mean, you want to you wanna fundraise that thing? Go fund my, my, my story? Like, are, it'll be fun. Are you going to raise that money? Is that, You're asking to raise that money? No, no, no. I'm saying you're going to raise the money for me. I'll write the book. <laughs> and I guess if I have to go to Florida and tap some old ass, then I'll do that too. I'll tell you what, man. Uh, I will raise the $5 million and write the book and you can just chill. How about that? Oh, I like it. I'm a, I'm a big fan of that. But are you going to tap the old ass too? Because I'm sure... I'm sure Alex, who's listening, Alex Hatch over here, she's interested to, to see that particular thing on uh, porn. Oh yeah, you know it's, it's it's probably not happening. Uh, I'm, you know, we got we got we got things we're trying to do over here in in Georgia. Dude, you gotta have a dad who's a mafiosi, and you gotta have a brother who is corporate media. That's all there is to it. Simple ass. 
Oh shit! Yeah, well, man. now I'm fucked, bro. Yeah, we're 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 Just, uh, it's, it's getting crazy in 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 the late night here on uh, on Twitter Spaces, man. This is this is hysterical. But no, uh, yeah, good good question. No, will not be partaking in uh, in that community down there. I'm I'm good. I don't like. Come on, bro! You got to knock the dust off. I'm I'm not a Florida. I'm not a Florida guy, man. It's just like it's too flat and too jorty down there. I I can't do it. (laughs) Just uh, wait ten years and five million dollars might be a lot easier to get a hold of. (laughs) It may not buy anything. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think it's going to take that long. That's for damn sure. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever, dude. All I'm saying is that uh, Bitcoin's on sale two for one right now. So that's right. Go out and get it, man. You uh, you, did you get some more today, Austin? What's that? You, I said, did you get some more today? Six. Six six bit. About. Uh, nice. Well, yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. I bought six new Bitcoin today. It's on sale. Like, how could I pass it up? Yeah, that's you know, like that's what happens when shoes are on sales for ladies. You, you go and you buy more shoes, and you know, the smart ones buy Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. And then when I moved to Florida, uh, apparently it turns out I know where to go if I want an STD. <laughs> That's right. All right, man. I'm going to I'm going to call on the the next here. Uh who is this? This is uh Vanguard. Are you ready? Yo, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> My name's Sean, by the way. Hey, you you're breaking up pretty bad there. Go ahead and and say that part just you, Go ahead. Oh, my, my bad. Can you hear me all right now? Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, first, I, I just said, yeah, I bought it today, too, for sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, you guys were talking earlier uh, about, like, how to help your community by shopping at local uh, mom-and-pop shops. I want to ask, did you hear, um, there was a guy, I think, his name's Tobin, but he's on uh, Free Man Beyond the Wall podcast. Um, talking about he's got a company. Their website is uh, virtualstorefront.co, I think. Mm-hmm. And basically, the, the idea is to bring virtual storefronts to Main Street. So helping small local businesses compete with Amazon, basically. So you can type in whatever product you're looking for and it's going to show you the closest local business that has that product so you can kind of shop like you're on amazon but locally yeah i was was thinking like yeah go ahead i was gonna say um if if you have the time to uh to find a link um link it and or to me on twitter and uh i'll share it uh tomorrow morning if you got that good enough I know there's a, probably a little bit of delay in, in, in his phone, but yeah, if you can hear me there, um, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and move on to the next request here. Um, but yeah, no, if, if you guys can find uh, the link tomorrow morning, if he sends it to me, uh, I will uh, retweet it and post it out there so uh, you guys can have a look at it. And, you know, if we can start shopping local, kind of like an Amazon without using Amazon or the rest of these guys, then... Uh, I think it uh, definitely sends a huge message to these guys. It hits them right where uh, they don't want to get hit. So definitely do that. Um, we're running up on 53 minutes. We'll probably go for about another seven minutes. If we got um, more questions, um, I will go ahead and open it up to the speakers that are already on here. And uh, if you're a listener, 
you can request the uh, the mic here and uh, and get on. This is uh, this is uh, Twitter Spaces Live, and uh, I think you know first show uh, we're doing okay uh, in terms of of tech. So, all right, Alex, what do we got? And a speaker, Alex from Tower Gang. When you're uh, when you're connected, go ahead and uh, just start speaking and introduce yourself. She might be having technical difficulties on her end now. All right, uh, Gar, if uh, if you're there, because uh, it looks like she's having trouble. Getting a connection or is either dropped out either way. Yeah, I'm here. Go ahead, Gar. I had a question. Um, Trying not to be convoluted. Uh, I know idealistically uh, we want, I mean, we prefer private courts, but I was wondering if you had a plan for uh, family courts and how those would operate. Yeah, I, I think it, uh, it it's got to be decentralized. It's got to be something uh, as close to your home as possible. Because when you start expanding um, family courts, especially the nuance is lost, right? You know, it's it's that one size fits all. It's kind of like school, right? Like there's a zero tolerance policy. Um, the family courts are are wildly wildly unjust. Especially in favor of women. Like, I mean, almost every damn time um, you hear a, a, a really terrible story. Uh, a lot of times it's the guy um, who's who's getting the shaft in these kind of things. And so I think the, the more local you make it, whether it's, um, you know, a, a neighborhood, uh, you know, because let's face it, you know, who knows a family better uh, than a neighborhood? Who knows, you know, who knows you better than your community? Like that's, that's the way I think it has to be this idea that we're always going to flow uh, a court decision by a body of our peers up the chain uh, has been, I think one of the wildest perversions of the, you know, judicial system uh, that really started local. And a lot of times um, in history, what happened was um, if there was somebody who was offensive inside or outside of your, you know, uh, you know, community, what happened was is a lot of times people from the other community came asking. And sometimes that person was given up depending on how heinous the crime. And sometimes it was up to the, their community, uh, to come up with a fitting punishment. So I, I think, um, like I said, you know, it's, it's one of the, the, the hallmarks of libertarianism. We decentralize and we, um, we go for it uh, here locally. We can do this. You guys are grownups. We're all grownups. A lot of us have kids. You know, it's, it's the same damn thing in terms of exercising judgment. So I think that if, if that answers your question, Gar, I, 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 a great question. Yeah, it does for the most part. Uh, I was just going to, say thank you not many libertarians that i know speak about family courts i know culture is a big thing and i think if we can meet people where they're at and their families and give them incentive and structure to stay together instead of the perverse incentive of the destruction of the family unit i think it would improve the culture yep absolutely agree with you man i appreciate you calling in um i've got a couple other zion on here you were next Alex, if uh, you're still there, um, you're still welcome to come on. I know you've been uh, out there crushing it for liberty. So, uh, Zion, go ahead. 
Okay, I had two questions. Um, the first question is uh, kind of a mixture. Kind of make a long story short. Um, I've really been trying to get anarchists um, or libertarians to understand a concept of organization. And what they tend to confuse it with is centralization. I don't mean centralization. When, I, when I'm talking about organization, I'm really talking about uh, leadership in the group or leaders or just the people themselves, whoever. Uh, knowing and understanding certain certain specific details about their communities or about their organization. To give an example of what I mean by this, if you're a commanding officer, a general at the Pentagon and the military, you know how many uh, army uh, soldiers and personnel you have currently enlisted in the army. You know what their MOSs are. You know. Uh, we have, say, 14 stationed at Fort, uh, 14,000 stationed at Fort Bragg. We have 20,000 at uh, Okinawa base, et cetera, et cetera. Now, in that example, the government, uh, Pentagon, those are centralized. Now, in terms of, like, say, uh, decentralized movements like Anonymous, you might have uh, one Japanese IRC server. You might have two American IRC servers. You might have a French .onion or hosting site. These were all decentralized. They were ran independently by the people who hosted the server, but they were organized. They knew what days they were going to meet. They had specific targets. They knew how many people were going to participate with what skill sets. And this is a concept that when I look at anarchists like, say, Samuel Adams from years ago, they understood the concept. But when I really try to get, say, certain anarchists or, or libertarian-minded people to be organized on certain events, be it uh, petitions, be it coming to a talk, be it uh, yep. whatever, yeah. they so freaking often confuse it with, like, a centralized status um well, they're they're, they're they're anarchists, right? Like they they haven't they haven't come across a good one yet, and, and so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this: if you haven't, I, I don't know, are you, are you familiar with the Mises Caucus? Yes, I am. Are you part of the yeah. Mises Caucus? Uh, not as an official member, but as a supporter, yes. Well, yeah, I was gonna say if if you don't have a local or state affiliate Mises, Mises Caucus, um, you know, send me a message and I will try to find um, who you should be talking to. And if you do, join it. Those guys are active uh, most in most states across the United States where they've got all sorts of things going on behind the scenes. Um, there is high. Uh, high levels of organization starting. And that's, you know, that's the key is it started. There are people out there who are doing this. So I definitely encourage you, Zion, go, go ahead and check that out. I'm going to go ahead and uh, move over to Jonah. Jonah, when you're ready, man, uh, go ahead. I think this will probably be the last one for the this episode and uh, we'll do more next time. But uh, go ahead, brother. You got to come off a of mute technology all right there Thanks, we Shane. go what's going on dude but, uh, not much yourself good man doing well anyways i guess i'll go ahead with my question uh when you become the governor of georgia will i be allowed to escape this hellhole that is canada and come join y'all <laughs> yeah man uh we're here for people who love liberty brother where you at in canada 
Alberta. Dude, I'll tell you what. First show tonight, and we've got two people from Alberta calling in. This show is international. I, man, I'm tickled to death, Jody. Yeah, of course. Um, I'm a big fan. <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's a great quality of life down here in Georgia. It is, um, it's filled with absolutely amazing people uh, that, are, that are doing bigger and better things all the time. And I think, you know, as this generation of, of Liberty fighters continues to wake people up, it's, it's going to get better and better, man. Hell yeah. Looking forward to it. Right on. Is that it? You got anything else? No, that was about it. All right, man. Hey, I trust me, Jonah, I see you out there, man. I recognize you and uh, I appreciate everything you're doing. You too, man. All right. Take care. All right. I think uh I think that's gonna wrap it up for one show, man. We got two people from Alberta in the audience tonight. That's uh, that's crazy. Uh, it also tells me that uh, Alberta is one of those places that uh, we've got uh, some some work to do in uh, to maybe I don't know help people out internationally as well. So uh, one of those things that I've been doing on the backside. I, I, there's so much I have to tell you guys someday, um, and I can't wait to do it. Like I allude to this kind of stuff, and I I don't like being cagey, but at the same time. Um, you know, uh, my, my household depends on it. So, um, until then though, I will, uh, keep going. If you guys love what we're doing, you love the show, go out there on Apple podcasts and give it a five-star rating. Leave me a review. I need more and more of those. I need subscriptions on YouTube and all that fun stuff. Like subscribe, all the fun stuff you can share, share, share this kind of stuff so that we can affect more, more change, more minds and more of, you know, the humanity that's, you know, really kind of burning on us right now. Um, if you really, really love the show and you got some coin or some Bitcoin, uh, that you want to help me out with, you can go to, uh, patreon.com slash radical pod and become a patron there. Uh, and I appreciate everybody that has already, you guys are awesome. Uh, we're going to start putting that stuff to use, uh, very soon on websites and a few other things. Um, Outside of that, if you got something to bring my attention, you can go to Shane at RadicalPod.com. Maybe I'll try to do this uh, Spaces thing once a week. Uh, it seems to be a really good deal and uh, and easy uh, for for me. And uh, to, to bring everybody together like this on multi-platforms, really, really, really cool. So uh, thank you guys all so much. I hope you have an awesome weekend. Until next time, I love you and I need you. Peace. Um, don't hurt people and don't take their stuff.